Yo, what's up, family? It's your man, Mo Morris, the one-man army, and I want to welcome you to Hood Radio. Man, I'm glad you're here. To, I'm glad you're here today. Man, I'm so excited. I got to slow down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm so excited you got to slow down, man. Slow down. Man, what's up, family? It's a blessing to be with you today. Man, I want to get right into it, if you don't mind. Brothers and sisters, what I want to talk about today, family, what I want to talk about is love. 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 Love is what I want to talk about today. So when I started thinking about this session, man, this, this episode, man, I, the first thing that came to my mind was love is the most powerful weapon. So I looked it up and I found that in uh, 1 John chapter 4, 7 through 12 where it speaks about love being the most powerful weapon. So I'm like, man, love is a weapon, huh? So then I just stayed in the Bible, man, and I went through a couple of other verses. I got two, three verses for you, family, and we're going to rock on. I got 1 Corinthians, <laughs> sorry about that, 1 Corinthians 16, 14, where it says, do everything in love. Now, that's a serious ask, ain't it? To do everything in love. But I started thinking about it. If you started approaching everything with a love attitude, I'm doing this because I love this or I love that. Understanding why you're doing it. That's helpful. Because if you understand you're doing it out of love, you get less attitude when somebody piss you off, when somebody frustrates you. It's, it's harder to frustrate you if you're doing it out of love and you know you're doing it out of love and you operating out of love. So 1 Corinthians 16, 14, do everything in love. Then I went to 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, and it speaks about God is love. Now, some people, when it comes to God, they got an up and down relationship. In my time, in my life, I've had an up and down relationship with God. Man, when you're going through tough times in your life, unfair circumstances, nothing that got to do with you is, is because of the parents you live with, the living situation. Man, you be looking at God like, you know, God got a flower pot on his or her head. You know, you want to know why all this stuff is happening to you. But when you take your, when you take your eyes off of you and your problems, excuse me, when you take your eyes off your problems, when you take your eyes off your problems, you begin to look at things a little bit different. God is love, right? Well, how you figure that, Mo? How is God love? Well, man, I don't see nobody in the room complaining about waking up every morning. And now everybody don't wake up every morning, but you woke up this morning, right? And you ain't had to pay nobody. You don't got a monthly bill. You ain't got to put a quarter in the slot. You just wake up every morning. God is love. Ain't nobody in the room paid for their eyesight. Ain't nobody in the room paid for their liver. It seems like everything that we have that's important to us, truthfully, we got for free. And how much money did you pay for your heart? Your heart is beating. You have no, I mean, how, you know, you have no idea how many times your heart has beat since you've been alive. You can't name the amount of times your heart has beaten since you've been alive. You have no idea, but your heart is beating. You didn't pay for that heart. That heart was given to you. Who gave you that heart? That heart, God did. God is love. God is mercy, right? So God blesses us every day. 
God loves us. God is love, right? And so then I went to the books of Proverbs. And the book of Proverbs, y'all, is the book of wisdom, right? And we can all use wisdom, all of us, right? So this is what it talks about in love, in Proverbs. It says, hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. Proverbs 10, 12, that's chapter 10, verse 12. I'm gonna read it again. Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. Proverbs 10, 12. How do you take that? Let's look at that. Hatred. Let's associate hatred with negativity, right? Hatred slash negativity stirs up conflict. Hatred slash negativity stirs up conflict, right? So look at the word there. The word people be like, oh, hatred, hatred. But the word I want you to look up is stirs. When you stir something, that means you disturb it and you get it going in motion. When you stir something, more than likely when you stir something, it was still before you started stirring it. So hatred stirs up conflict. What does stir up? That means it disturbs. When you stir something, you disturbing the steel. So let's take that steel and turn that into peace. When you stirring up peace, you turning peace into conflict. So hatred slash negativity stirs up conflict. Hatred slash negativity takes the peace and turns it into conflict. But everybody say, but, but love covers over all wrongs. That's how powerful love is. Love is so powerful. It could cover something up. But for you to cover something up, you're going to see what you're covering up and you're going to look at the wrong and what's been done. It's not saying love acts like wrong didn't happen, but it says love covers all wrong. That's how powerful love is. Love can erase something. Right. That's how powerful love is. Proverbs 10, 12. Love covers all wrongs. Right. So that means it's hope and love, y'all. It's action in love. When you love something or love someone, you can cover up that wrong and move forward. All right. So let me ask you this question. Do you love yourself? I'm asking again. Do you love yourself? I can hear the universe right now saying, yes, yes, I love myself. Mo, what's wrong with you? Of course I love myself. Okay. So if you said yes, the first way I want you to describe how you love, how you love yourself. I want you to, to, to get an, give an example of how. Think about an example of how you love yourself. I'm going to give my I'm going to give my example. How I know how I love myself. I, I. After every shower, I sit down. I take out the cocoa butter Vaseline and I rub my feet. I take out my oils and I rub my skin. Your skin is your biggest, your largest organism. And I, I I moisturize my skin. I make sure I'm not ashy. I used to be ashy, y'all. Dear Lord. But now I take the time. So how do I show that I love myself? I take the time to take care of myself. I take the time to make sure my skin is not dry and harsh. Right? And your next one is, the next one is, why do you love yourself? Why do you love yourself? And my answer to that is, I love, why do I love myself? Because my life is my most important possession. That's why I love myself. My life is my most important possession. 
I have a nice home. I have a nice car. I have a nice wardrobe. I have a lot of shoes. Praise God. But my most important possession is my life. And brothers and sisters, when we begin to treat our life like it's our most important possession, our life will begin to change for the positive. When we begin to treat our life like it's our most important possession, then we will begin to value the lives of others around us, even in our own families. Don't think just because you got a family or you got a sister and you love, look, if you're not loving yourself right, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not seeing value in your own life, how in the world can you see value in somebody else's life? This is a serious thing, y'all. Let's love ourselves. When we begin to show love to ourselves, it's easy to show love to others, right? And when we can begin to love ourselves and love others, then we can begin to do what, Mo? We can begin to build our positive. Hear me now. We can begin to build our positive. Well, what is that? Well, it's what you want it to be. That's how powerful it is. Building your positive, that's yours. I can't tell you what your positive is. I can tell you the basics. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you the basics. You know, treat people like you want to be treated, right? Right? Make sure you're taking care of your health, right? Right? And making sure you 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 live in a life that you're proud of, right? And if you're not doing all of those right now, brothers and sisters, if you begin to love yourself, let's remember what Proverbs says. If you're not doing that, you can begin to do that. You can begin to cover up those wrongs with love. Right on. So let's start to build our positive. All right. Now, we got to have some understanding. It's easy to be like now we got some rules to the game. But what I want to talk about, I want to talk about understanding. I want us to gain an understanding because if we gain an understanding with each other, then we can move forward with each other. And right now we must move forward. Right on. Right on. So here's the understanding of what it is to build our positive, to build your positive. Here's the first understanding. Let's understand that nobody is going to build it for us. Nobody's going to build this for us. Can you can you agree with that right on? Nobody's going to come in and build your positive. You're not going to be able to have an individual that you're going to be able to sit down and tell them what to do. Okay, this is what I want you to do with my life today. I want you to go out here. I want you to make a couple phone calls. I need you to send my resume to a couple places. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I also need you to go check out this online school. That's not happening, family. Nobody is going to come and build for us. Nobody's going to build our positive. Nobody's going to build your life for you. Your parents only go so far in life, then they got to even take their hands off of it. Why? Because it's your life. And you got to do something with your life. Can't nobody tell you what to do every day in your life when it comes to your life. That's why we got to intensify our love for self. Because when you show an intense love for yourself, the next understanding, you begin to focus on the building of the positive. The key word there is focus, focusing on the building of our positive, right? So nobody's going to come build our positive, right? So that means we got to put our own energy into building our, our positive. That's right on. That's not a problem, right? 
Nobody's coming to do it. We got to put our energy into it. But when we start talking about focus, focus on the building of our positive. Let's focus on the building of our positive. When we start talking about that, y'all, now what we're talking about is a plan. When you're talking about focusing on building your positive, you're talking about developing a plan. Right? How? What? Where? When it comes to building your positive. Right? What does your positive look like? Identifying it. Focus. When we focus in on something, we looking at something, we concentrating on something. Right? Next, our next understanding is Let's focus on the transformation of power. The transformation of power. Transformation means to turn, to change into something. The transformation of power. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to the robotic program that we're starting. Right now, when we're talking about the transformation of power, let's begin to do that in our children. Right? So let's say nobody's going to come build for us. Let us focus on the building of our positive. And let that positive be Let's focus on the the transformation of the power in our children. Right on. We can all be unified in that. Right. Our youth. You might not have kids. You might have a niece. You might have a cousin. You if you don't have any of that, man, you sound like a, a great possibility for a mentor. Right. But if we begin to build up our children, if we begin to empower our youth, what we're doing is empowering our future. Right. But let's check this out. Let's talk about power. Power. Everybody say power. 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 Let's empower our families. Let's empower our families. Let's empower those around us that we love as family. Let's empower those around us that we love as family. Let's empower those that share the community with us. Now, why we want to do all that? Why we want to do, i tell you why. Because when we empower our families, what we do in family, we are empowering the future of our family. When we pour into our young people, when we pour up to the people that are coming behind us in our family, what we are doing, we are empowering our family's future. There's not a person listening to this right now that doesn't want to empower their family. There's not a person listening to this right now that don't want to see the young people in their family to do well. It's not a person listening to this that doesn't want to empower their family so their family, their future is not going to jail. Come on now. We can all agree on that, right? No question. When we empower those we love as family, what we are empowering are the future of families that we love. Let's share our success, brothers and sisters. Let's share our knowledge. Let's share our experiences with each other. Let's quit holding on to the good and just keeping it for our own. If you're looking at somebody as family and you love a family, man, you're supposed to pour into them. You're supposed to share with them, especially in our culture, especially amongst our people. We have to share what I'm doing with you right now, brother and sister family. I'm sharing with you. I'm sharing my gift with you. I'm sharing my vision with you. It's not about me holding on to it. It's about it being given to me to share with others. Right on? Right on. And when we begin to empower those we share the community with, 
what we are doing, we are empowering families in our community. And if we are empowering families in our community, what we are doing, brothers and sisters, family, we are empowering our community. Now, I know it can be challenging. Oh, some neighborhoods, it's hellish out there. I get it. But how did it get that way? How did our neighborhoods go from peaceful to violent? Right? No power. The power wasn't in the righteousness. The power was in the violence. The power was in the gang banging. And the brothers and sisters who know right, the elders, the strength, the backbone of the community, they got quieter and quieter. We surrendered our authority, brothers and sisters. We surrendered our power. When we begin to empower our community, the families in our community, the individuals in our community, what we are doing, we are empowering the future of our community. Bottom line. Bottom line. And we have to be focused on that. Yes, it's challenging, but it's where we concentrate at. Right? If we begin to look at each other with love, if we love each other, if we empower each other, we'll be unified in that. If, if we can be unified in our children having a bright, powerful future, we unified, ain't we? If we decide to say we're going to do this out of love. When we say we're going to begin to work with our children with their education out of love. What we're saying is we're going to love this child. We're going to help this child grow in his or her education and we're going to hold them accountable. We're not going to quit. We're, got, we're not going to negotiate about behaving properly in class. We're not going to negotiate about doing our homework and we're not going to negotiate about young people being involved in programming that they might not be used to. But we're not going to let our children quit. We're going to teach our young people how to persevere. Because let's remember, brothers and sisters, nobody is coming in our communities, in our homes and build anything for us. That's why I am passionate about Stream on Wheels, the mobile lab. Why? Because, brothers and sisters, in a lab. What do you do in a lab? You do experiments in a lab. You do trainings and teachings in a lab. You do teamwork, partners in a lab. You learn in a lab and you develop answers. You search and find answers in labs, y'all. So when we talk about Stream on Wheels, what we're talking about, Stream on Wheels, the mobile lab, what we're talking about is science, technology, reading, engineering, arts, and mathematics. And family, if you're listening to this, you know our young people need all of that. Why? Because that is the future. And if we empower and, pre and prepare our young people for the future, what we all know, what we all can be unified on is we know our children will be successful because we put a plan in place. We built the positive for our children to operate in. Bottom line. Bottom line, our children's success, the things that our children receive in their schools, in the community, in the park is not going to continue to be based on somebody else's budget. 
our children's future knowledge, education, self-esteem cannot be based on the budget that the Board of Education decides to prepare for our children. It can't, we can't do that no more, y'all. Remember, nobody's going to come in here and build this for us. We've tried that, y'all. We've sat back. We've let people tell us about their budget and they ain't got no money and all this, that, and the third. And what has happened, brothers and sisters, um, our children are falling farther and further behind. Period. There should be a passion. There should be an excitement. There should be a fire for our children to be above grade level. That should be the goal of the educational institution in this world. That should be the goal of the institutions in our community. Right? But I'm not here to point fingers. I'm not here to belly ache and cry. I'm here to say, yo, this is what's going on. We are sending our children to schools. The schools, the schools are not the same in the game, y'all. Y'all know I'm not lying when I say that. You know some schools get better than others. And it's not always private schools. It's some public schools that get better than other public schools. We ain't got to get into the race game. We already know what that is. We're not here for that. What we're here to do is to talk about building the positive for our children out of love. So if, if the budget ain't going to work out, then guess what? We're going to do the programming. We're going to bring the programs into the schools and the schools can't turn around and tell us no, that we can't provide programs for our own children in buildings that we pay for with our taxes. Now, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. If this is what I'm saying, if the schools say they can't afford it, then we go get it. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking command. I'm talking about taking charge of our children's future instead of negotiating about it. We ain't got to yell. We ain't got to argue. We ain't got to cuss. We ain't got to slap the wall. What we're saying is this is what we want for our children. We want, we will have stream programs in our communities, in our churches, in our parks, in our schools. Why? Because engineering is the future because stream is the future. And as our children's parents, as elders, as relatives, out of love, we are supposed to prepare our children's future. I think about my man, Big Nut. My brother, Big Nut, he always say, um, it's all love, bro. It's all love. My brother, I love Nut, right? Nut got four beautiful children. They are my nieces. They are my nephews. I pour into them, right? I give gifts for them. I, I interact with them. I love them. Because they're my homeboys, they're my brother's kids, right? It is upon me to prepare them for the future. I think about my man, my frat brother, Steve. I love his daughter, man. That's my niece. When that girl get on the phone, she hit me with that. Hi, Uncle Mo, I love you. My God, that melts my heart, family. Because that's my family. And she's showing love to me. And I love that little girl, right? And it is my responsibility as that child's uncle. That child looks to me as her uncle. She looks to me as her family. It is my responsibility to impact that girl's future for the positive. It is my responsibility to plant seeds in the, the lives of nuts kids. 
Those are my family members. And if I know something and I know it's good and I know it can be helpful, then I'm supposed to get it in front of them. Period. Out of love, y'all. That's how we got to begin to operate. That's how we got to begin to operate within our, our family. We got to empower our future. We got to be supportive to one another inside our own home. Because that's where the love is supposed to start in your own house. Right. If you are here fighting for the stranger, you for doggone better be fighting for your family as well. And matter of fact, have your family out here fighting side by side with you for the next person. Real talk. What I'm saying, brothers and sisters, is we can have stream programs in our community. It is mandatory. Why? Because we can have more than crime in our neighborhoods. Right on. We can have more than crime in our neighborhoods. Right on. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. So, brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you, family. I want to encourage you to to to, to operate out of love. To the, to, the, to the brothers and sisters, the elders in our family, you got knowledge to pass down, right? You, you, if you didn't, if you know that it is the thing to do is to own a business, to start a business, and you might then get the opportunity to start a business. You had an idea, you didn't follow through on it, but doggone it, you could talk to your family. You can talk to your great niece. You can talk to your grandchildren. You can talk to your children about the need for ownership and not only talk about it but take the time to research and find out what needs to happen brothers and sisters in our homes our elders our parents we have to begin to challenge our children we need to make sure we're working with homework working extra sisters brothers as we move into the summertime, I want to encourage you to create ways to allow education to positively impact your relationship with your child. If you working Monday through Friday, you out there going hard in the paint for your family to pay these bills. We in the middle of a pandemic. I get it. But you know what? That Saturday or that Sunday on the weekend. Go to the park with your child. Take some books. Take some notebook paper and while you sitting in the park, kicking it and chilling and relaxing, work on some math problems. Allow your child to read to you. Right. That will impact that child. For the positive and you're doing that out of love, you take your child to the park, they get the read to you. We're going to work on some math. You're going to get on the swings. We're going to run around. We're going to get some little, little Debbie before we go home. Praise God. That's life changing, right? That's what we have to begin to do, brothers and sisters. We have to begin to make reading important in our house. Sisters, brothers, family, and we got a video game in every house. That's cool. Because the video game is important for the shorty, right? Then the shorty need to be reading every day. I'm not knocking video games. I had a video game in my crib when I was growing up. But you also know what I had? I had spelling words every night, Monday through Thursday, family. Because I had a spelling test coming up on Friday. And my mother made sure that spelling was important in the house. So every day, I'm writing the word 10 times each I'm getting a spelling test two, three days a week before the spelling test. 
My mother invested in me. She made the spelling important. And my mother worked every day, y'all, Monday through Friday. No, my mother worked Monday. No, excuse me. My mother worked Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and had Sunday and Monday off. She had Sunday off to go to church and Monday off to go to my school and talk to my teachers. And I stood right beside her. My mother showed me my education wasn't important because when your mother coming up to the school every Friday, I mean, every Monday, y'all, you know, you ain't got space to act no fool. See, education was made important to me by my mother. That's why I'm encouraging you, brothers and sisters. If you got a, a, a video game in your house, then we read near day in this house. Let your house become a house of reading. Let your house become a house of math. Let your house become a house of science. You set the pace in your house, brother and sister. It shouldn't be no negotiation about this, y'all. Everybody in the room know that our babies need to read. They need that math. They need that science, right? Once again, nobody's going to build it for us. Nobody's going to put programs in place that's going to take our, our children's um, grade scores and levels up. If they were, they would have been doing it. We are not allowing nobody else to build nothing for our families, for our friends, and for our communities. We going to build it. Right on. Right on. So what I want to do right now is I want to transition into this poem. And I wrote this poem, man. I'm very excited about this poem. It's um, <laughs> I called it, I named it, We All Black. You feel me? We all black. We all black. All right, here we go, y'all. We shouldn't have to hate each other, kill each other. We need to love each other, care for each other, respect each other, believe in each other. That's you and me, my history, my family, and my community. We all black. People hate me because of the color of my skin. They just mad because they can't get in. I'm an hour ahead. I started writing this at nine. I knew what it would be at 10. I'm rhyming for those with dark skin. Dark like nighttime, dark like midnight, dark like the opposite of white, black. Like the history in February, like where our community begins, like the natural hair on my head. We all black. That's you and me, my history, my family, and my community. We all black. There's power in that. The power in me comes from the skin on me. How powerful is that? There's an advantage. Nothing about my people is average. My attitude is full of courage. With the right mindset, we will flourish. Today, I'm rhyming for you, me, my family, and every person that shares the same skin as me. My imagination fuels my determination. That triggers my concentration. You listening to the, the rolls that grew out of concrete, living in a state that gets so hot, it's like we created heat. Listening live and direct from the peace state is a brother that was born in Chicago that spits heat. We all black. That's you and me, my history, my family, and my community. We all black. Why do we shoot each other? Why do we kill each other? Can somebody answer that? Imagine a time where blacks don't kill blacks. We believe in each other, love each other, stand up for one another. How beautiful is that? I can do whatever I want to be. I can do whatever I want to do. Who can stop me? No one, that's who. I stand here tonight to ask this question. Are you proud to be black? 
I'm asking you, do you love your skin? Do you love those who have the same skin? I will love myself to my last breath. I will love my family until they bury me. I will stand for my community and those that share the same skin as me. We all black. That's you and me, my history, my family, and my community. We all black. Peace, peace, peace. That's that peace. We all black. So, hey, y'all, before we get out of here, I want to give you one exercise to work on. Earlier, we were talking about, do you love yourself? And if you say yes, how can you prove, how do you show that you love yourself? I gave the example how I, I care for my skin, right? And then we asked the question, why do you love yourself? And I love myself because my life is my most important possession. So what we want you to do, we want you to go to our Facebook page, One Man Army. And you, we got an original design for One Man Army. We got the one, we got the man, the one is in the man's chest. And we got R-M-A, it's R-M-Y, One Man Army. So you'll see it. It's original. We love it. Um, go to our Facebook page and answer that question. Do you love yourself? Yes. This is how I show it. This is why I love myself. Go to the Facebook page, post on there. Also check out our website, one man army, 1642.com. That's where you'll see the stream on wheels, the mobile lab. And then you'll also see our male mentoring program, Bob band of brothers. Hey man, we love you. We thank you. And we look forward to seeing you again right here on who? Radio. Peace out. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one man army. Peace.